Vidham from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Poland update from the 25th of April, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Poland. On Wednesday the 19th, Polish President Andrzej Duda commemorated the heroes of the 1943 Warsaw Ghetto Uprising with German and Israeli presidents. The three attended the events to remember the uprising of the Jews against Germans during World War II in Warsaw. The ceremonies included wreath-laying and a symbolic march of remembrance. Duda said that those who were dead in the revolt are Poland and Israel's legacy. Also, the German president asked for forgiveness for his country's historical crimes in World War II. The Polish and Israeli presidents held bilateral talks after the event. Israeli leaders emphasized that Polish and Jews have a common historical tragedy, which requires a close friendship between Poland and Israel. After the meeting, both countries signed an agreement that will allow students to travel between the two countries. Apart from holding talks with the Israeli president, Duda also visited Mongolia. On Tuesday the 25th, Duda headed to Mongolia to stay for three days. Duda made the visit to Ulaanbaatar, the capital of the country, and both presidents had bilateral talks. First, Duda thanked the Mongolian president for his humanitarian support for Ukraine. Both leaders had a detailed talk about mining and the material industries. Also, the leaders signed a set of agreements on geology, veterinary services, archiving, international road transport, and cooperation between the University of Warsaw and the Mongolian Academy of Sciences. More updates about the investigation on Russian war crimes in Poland came up this week. On Thursday the 20th, reporters stated that Polish police continued to investigate a Russian spy group operating in the country. Previously, authorities detained dozens of suspects who would sabotage arms deliveries to Ukraine, according to the police. Police stated that the group set up surveillance cameras on the roads between Poland and Ukraine and put GPS devices on the vehicles to monitor armed deliveries. On Thursday, police detained three more people in Lublin. Authorities stated that investigations will continue until they clear the spy group completely. Let's move on to the recent conflicts in Sudan. On Monday the 24th, the Polish Foreign Ministry announced that authorities evacuated Warsaw's ambassador to Sudan from the conflict. The clashes between the army and paramilitary forces continue in Sudan. The foreign ministry announced that 11 Polish individuals, including the ambassador and other Polish diplomats, had arrived in Poland. Reporters stated that French, Spanish, and German forces conducted the evacuation operations of Polish citizens. The ministry thanked those countries for their invaluable help. Poland and the U.S. continue to develop their relations in security areas. On Friday the 21st, Poland and the U.S. signed an agreement to share information and cooperate in space. The officials of the Polish Space Agency and the United States Space Operations Command inked the agreement at a space symposium in Colorado. Both countries will cooperate on the safety of outer space and against threats such as objects that may risk the safety of satellites and space flights. When we come to relations between the EU and Poland, on Friday the 21st, the Court of Justice of the European Union announced that it had cut Poland's daily fee over the rule of law from almost one to half a million dollars. In 2021, the EU charged Poland a $1 million daily fee as Poland's conservative ruling party limited the rule of law contrary to the EU's norms and rules. Still, Poland took some steps to boost the country's rule of law by dismantling the disciplinary chamber for judges at the Supreme Court, but the European Union authorities found the move inadequate, and the EU will continue to fine Poland until it implements all the necessary reforms in the judicial system. Let's give some more details about Poland's ban on Ukrainian agricultural products. On Friday the 21st, Mateusz Morawiecki, the Polish Prime Minister, announced that the government would issue a $2.5 billion aid package to Polish farmers amid the influx of cheap Ukrainian agricultural products into the country. Previously, Poland unilaterally banned the import of Ukrainian agricultural products as Polish farmers could not compete with the cheap prices. 
Morawiecki said that it is the country's biggest aid package for farmers. Along with the government's agricultural policies comes the inflation issue. On Sunday, the 23rd, Yaroslav Kaczynski, the leader of the ruling party, admitted that the government failed to keep the inflation rate down in Poland. Kaczynski attended the ruling Law and Justice Party's rally in the town of Janow Lubelski before the parliamentary elections. He talked about the high inflation rate, which was around 16% yearly, the highest inflation since the 1990s, and the fourth highest in the European Union. He said keeping inflation low without triggering unemployment and an economic recession had failed. However, he said the government will work hard to fight against rising inflation. Now, some news about the opposition. On Friday, the 21st, Donald Tusk, the leader of the main opposition party, attended a meeting in Białystok City. The leader of the civic platform expressed his support for the late Pope John Paul II against the claims of child abuse. Also, he emphasized the lack of new births in Poland, as Poles do not want to raise children. He promised to boost the population via state funds, and his government will build new nurseries to help parents raise their children. Speaking of the main opposition party, on the previous day, on Thursday the 20th, Katarzyna Lubnauer, the official of the civic platform, made important remarks in an interview. Reporters asked her about the joint list of the opposition. She said a joint list can easily beat the ruling party in the next elections, but it requires the consent of the other parties. She stated that Donald Tusk, the party leader, still thinks about the possibility of a joint list. She said that she is personally hopeful about the party's winning chance since the ruling party makes more mistakes each day. Let's get back to Ukraine for a minute. On Saturday, the 22nd, refugees who went to Poland reached 11 million since the Russian invasion of Ukraine started. Almost 9.5 million Ukrainian refugees left Poland to live in another country. On average, almost 25,000 Ukrainians seek refuge in Poland every day. Moving on to the environment-related news, on Thursday the 20th, Mateusz Morawiecki, the prime minister, stated at a conference that Poland is promoting a green revolution. Morawiecki attended an international climate conference in Warsaw. He said Poland has implemented various instruments, such as photovoltaics and energy-efficient heating appliances, to help the green revolution against climate change. He also said Poles can benefit from a state fund to replace their heating systems with environmentally friendly ones. Previously, the European Union criticized Poland's construction of a nuclear plant and its minefields leading to high emissions. In unrelated news, on Monday the 24th, reporters stated that new regulations that will improve working conditions in Poland will come into force very soon. In the new regulations, employees will have family leave rights. Also, employees will be able to take five days of non-parental leave in a year to take care of a family member. Moreover, employers cannot force someone raising a child to work night shifts. And that's it for this week. Remember, you can buy our 100% unbleached organic cotton grown and ginned in Texas, spun and knit in the Carolinas, sewn and printed in Missouri t-shirts. The most environmentally friendly t-shirt you'll own. To get one, check the link in the show notes. Do zobaczenia!